Yeah, so it's like there's going to be a blizzard tonight. I'm super into that. I went and got like a few chunk, you know, I went to the grocery store for just like a few things because I don't really have. Went to the. What's that? Did uh, you miss yeah. me? Yeah, I heard went to the and then it cut out. Sorry. Am I back? Yes. Sorry, that's me fucking with uh, a Bluetooth Audio thing settings. and this Discord grabbing it. Um, no, it's uh, I went to the grocery store and then I just got like a couple of small things because I know what I'm going to make because it's not the end of the world. I don't have to push people over to uh, live through two days of moderate snow. Yeah, well, <laughs> you should. I mean, you think it's bad in Philly where at least it's a little further north. I, I'm sure you remember the St. Louis Times where yeah. – uh, Oh, there's going to be up to an inch of snow. Better start murdering people <sighs> at the stores. Yeah. It's just kind of insane that people, because I saw a story from someone the other day who was like grabbing, I don't know, a can of beans or something, and there are cans still on like the shelves. And some lady just comes up and snatches it out of their hand and like gives them a stink eye and walks off with it. Like she's got this pile huge mound of shit that she's getting from the grocery store for yeah like three inches of snow i mean it's it's to be fair it's the same people who literally bought four thousand pounds of toilet paper when covid started yeah. coming around it's you know that <laughs> mentality of there will never be enough there must more must always consume more right so double down on that consumption it's in, it's really impressive to me i think that so many people have that kind of i don't know hyper i mean i know we're a hyper individualist country but i feel like it's hard for me to understand the mindset that makes you want to like hoard all of that shit like i like having things and i like having you know paper to shit on but the fact that you'd have to you'd, that you'd be compelled by some internal force to go and like raid the the walmart shelves for toilet paper just kind of insane yeah, it's, it's uh takes a certain kind of mentality, but you know, people are stupid. Then let's forget what we should have done earlier and continue with what we should do now. Hey everybody, it is the end of uh, the month on a five week month, and that means you've got a little something special for you. Yeah, as you may have recalled, uh, geez, how long ago was that? It's um, it's been months back. Yeah, like yeah, five it months, July or eight, August, months, almost half Jesus. a year since we did the yeah. Capital F pilot. Had a Capital F pilot, one of the more fun uh, episodes that we've done. I think it's really fun to make and really fun. I think to uh, you know, I'll I I've listened to that one a few times. Honestly, it's pretty funny and pretty well well uh, developed by your editing skills. Thankfully. Well, and written. Ah, I mean, you, it, was, so. it was fine. Not the writing was the writing was a solid C minus. <laughs> uh, um. Anyways, once again, I have uh, whipped a little something up. Uh, it is uh, a different one of our recurring sketches. The two, the two aliens everyone loves, Zorzon and Oglob, in their first. Uh, I mean, I say it's feature length film. It's really a, like a thirty minute episode, just like the Capital F <laughs> thing. But compared to their normal like four minute episodes, that's a film. That's a film. So, yeah, that's a basically. You know, that's a. That's an epic yeah. on their standards. So uh, we hope you enjoy the show. We'll get back with you at the end of it to talk some news and all that good stuff. But for now, uh, please enjoy Zorzon and Oglob. Warning. The following presentation is not the same televised rating as the show it's based on. 
It contains themes and language that may be distressing for young children. Viewer discretion is advised. across the Rochar Nebula, and they were just the nicest people. After I had to move everything worthwhile off their ship, I couldn't even bring myself to torture them. I just went ahead and incinerated them with high-level disintegration beams. Oh, speaking of which, Ulbricks, I've got a little surprise for you. You know that new missile launch terminal you've been asking for? Here you go, buddy. Ah, oh, thanks. You're the best, Dad. Oh, you old softy. Well, dinner isn't quite ready yet, but I'm making your favorite, Flayed Tathorian. Mmm, that sounds delicious. You truly are the perfect woman. Don't I know it. Anyway, you might want to go talk to Greculus. She's having a bit of trouble in one of her classes. Of course I will, sweetie. I love you. I love you too, my ugly bear. Hey there, kiddo. Mom said you're struggling in school. It's no big deal. I just... This one teacher keeps giving me demerits. Apparently, I'm not doing enough bullying in the hallways, and he's being a real narc about it. Oh, sweet pea. I'm sorry. Tell you what. Next time he tries to put you down for not causing enough trouble, you walk right up to him, rip one of his limbs off, and take a big bite out of it. In the meantime, don't forget that you're great just the way you are. Thanks. I love you, I guess. <laughs> I love you too, Sugarlump. Dad, I'm too old for that stuff. Start calling me Grek the Terror. Ooh, I like it. <laughs> All right, Greg the Terror, but just know that being treated like a grown-up means more responsibilities. You're doing the dishes tonight. But, fine. I guess that's fair. All right, everyone. If I've still got a bit before dinner, I'm going to do my flyover for the Planetary Watch a bit early. I'll be back before you know it. Seems pretty clear up here. Well, great, it's supper time. What the folk art is that? Greetings, pathetic beings. You now have the pleasure of hearing the voice of Makrath, the flying apocalypse. This magnificent voice shall be one of the last things you'll hear, alongside a very loud sucking sound, as I will now be extracting all resources from your planet. Enjoy the remaining seconds that you have with your family before your planet is a hollow and lifeless husk. Hey you, I don't know who you are, but that's my planet you're threatening. Normally I take my time with you, but if you want to put a time limit on it, that's your funeral. 
Oh no, a single fighter vessel. Surely my defenses will never hold up. Nothing on the bargains guy even scratches the shields. You insolent pest! My ship is powered by a battery stronger than a thousand suns. Nothing can break through. Now, as a gift to you for your bravery, I'll let you watch as I destroy everything you love. Then, I'll deal with you. Charging the extraction beam! No, don't! Firing! Well, now that that's over, on to you. I'll make your death quick, I promise. No, you won't kill me. And I'm telling you right now, when I get a hold of you, your death will be anything but quick. Truly pathetic. I've sent a homing torpedo your way. Just go ahead and die like a good boy. I... Algalore the Destroyer, the scourge of this sector, and the best pilot in the galactic region! Hmm. Impressive invasive maneuvers. Well, here's one more. Here's a few more. Just know this. I may be retrieved now, but when I come back for you, you'll plead for death! novelty known as a paper fortune teller. Let us determine how many offspring you are destined to have. Yeah, sure. Whatever, Aglob. The Adventures of Zorzan and Aglob, Muckrath Ascending. The holidays may be over, but the debts associated with them are here to stay. That's why you should come down to the hiring event this weekend at Shonks. We here at Shonks are like a giant family in that the actual members of the family get treated very well and all you people, our foster children, are abused and berated. Don't let that stop you though. In these trying times, we recognize that all our employees are heroes. And just like heroes in the movies, we expect you to put yourselves in the line of immediate danger in exchange for the occasional kind word and otherwise almost exclusively bad treatment by the people that you're trying to help. Still, wouldn't you rather work for a family-owned company like Shonks as opposed to one where the family sold out to a board like Walmart? Additionally, we guarantee our employees access to a wildly ineffective union. So come on down this weekend and join our family! Shonks, technically not the most evil company. Mom, my period happened. Oh my God, my clothes. 
Oh, it's okay, sweetie. We'll just use a couple stride pods and they'll be good as new. But it was really embarrassing. And now a couple of the older girls at school are making fun of me. Oh, it's okay, sweetie. I'll just feed them a couple stride pods and they'll never bother you again. Thanks, Mom. Stride is a feminist company with feminist ads. Stride Pods, cleaning up all of life's problems. With cold weather keeping everyone cozy indoors, now's a perfect time to remember the little pleasures of not having to go out. One of the best perks? There's no one to judge you when you eat an entire sleeve of Boreos. Who doesn't love that little cream-filled cookie? And they're about to become better. We all know you love the dozens of random flavors we've come out with by the fact that 90% of our sales are still just the plain old double-filled. That's why we decided to come out with yet another flavor. New Melty Ice Cream Boreos will help you feel the summer heat even in this freezing weather. With a soggy waffle cone cookie and just a bit of liquidity added to our cream filling, we guarantee the cookie will look perfect right until you try to pick it up. Enjoy licking your fingers and upper arm after each cookie. Boreos. As long as you fat fucks keep buying these bullshit flavors, we'll keep making them. We now return to our scheduled program. Hey, Oglob, mind if I ask you about something? That depends, friend Zorzon. Is it the same something you brought up in our most recent conversation, which ended with me saying I wasn't interested and you saying I should take some time to mull it over? Because if so, no, I'm not interested. Look, Oglob, all I'm saying is that it's not a bad idea for us to have some firepower on this ship. There's a lot of evil in this universe, and heck, uh, we've encountered some of it firsthand already. I just think we should have the means to protect ourselves. I understand where you are coming from, but I would like to point out that after all of our dangerous encounters, we're still alive and well without the use of concentrated light pulses and high-impact explosives. I believe that bringing peace to people starts with us, and our love coupled with our wits will see us through trying times. That's a great sentiment and all, but not everyone is going to respond to a plea to common decency. One of these days, we're going to get into a scrape where self-defense is going to be the only way out. Look, my parents made it very clear that this vessel is only for interstellar exploration. They would be appalled if they ever saw some kind of massive laser cannon mounted on it. Of course. Infinity forbid you upset your precious parents. Look, Aglop, I love you. But eventually, you need to grow up. We have an incoming transmission. For the sake of our friendship, I'm going to pretend this conversation ended a couple sentences ago. Opening the channel. Greetings, puny life forms. I am Ogalor the Destroyer. Oh, yes, we've met. Hello again. Damn it, Oglob. This guy is bad news. Could you turn off the niceness for just one minute? This is exactly the kind of situation where weapons would come in handy. So power up the drive and full reverse. We're getting out of here. Right, wait, wait. Actually, um, I come in peace. Sorry about the puny life form sting. 
Of course I have it. Uh, anyway, look, I'm, I'm powering down all my weapon systems. Oh, look, Zorzan. Treating this fellow being with hospitality and decency won him over. How about that? What can we do for you, Mr. The Destroyer? Oh, uh, actually, the Destroyer's an honorific. Just go ahead and call me Ulkalor. Anyway, I came to you because I need to get me in touch with the top human torturers and murderers to know. I'm on a mission for revenge to avenge my now extinct people. My methods and artillery alone aren't enough. Oh, well, we don't actually have those contacts. We were lying to get out of trouble. Oh, dang. Guess I'll just have to disintegrate you then and ask someone else. Wait, 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 wait. We may not actually know any humans in person, but we are very familiar with their tactics and have even recently been studying what they call guerrilla warfare, which are tactics for when you are outnumbered and outgunned. A couple of galactic cycles ago, a bunch of meager rice farmers used these tactics to overcome the most well-armed military force on the planet at that time. We would be happy to aid you with that knowledge. Um, Algalore, please excuse me. I'm going to temporarily close our communications so my colleague and I might have a sidebar. I'll open comms again before you know it. Friend Zorzon, you can't be serious. Revenge and murder are not our responsibility, nor are they something I'd like to specialize in. I strongly request we just send over some of our basic documents outlining these Earth tactics and be on our merry way. Aklop, whoever this evil is, they destroyed an entire planet and caused a mass extinction. If anyone deserves to be on the business end of the most intricate military tactics of the humans, it's someone like that. Open comms. Ogalor, we'd be happy to help you. We have given you full clearance to warp aboard our ship. Oh, thanks, guys. <laughs> Didn't think I was already powering up my photon pulses to stretch you to nothingness. <laughs> oh, you guys are all right. I'll see you. Oh, sorry, see you in a bit. I don't think this is a good idea. I'm helping someone in need, Aglob. I know that it's easier to talk about it than to actually practice it. But what if he is still a threat to us? He... Oh, never mind. Algalore, you absolutely reek of Contari spirits. I'm not convinced you are safe to drive the vessel you are piloting. I'm the best pilot in the galactic sector. I can... <coughs> Sorry about that. I can fly just fine. Deck cleaning protocol three. All right, old galore, just take a seat here. Now, what exactly happened? Oh, I was doing my planetary patrol before dinner with my family. This big drill ship came out down. My weapons were useless against it. Then... <laughs> there, there. Let it out. These emotions are very hell. Don't tell me that crying's okay. It's pathetic and shameful and opposite of powerful. If you tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. Right. Whatever you, whatever you say. <laughs> you mentioned a giant drill ship. Uh... I believe we've encountered such a craft before. Let me pull up our records. Ah, yes, here we go. Mockrath. Our initial scans showed that his ship's power capabilities were on par with that of an armada. We would be incredibly foolish to... Well, 
that was quite obviously a digital projection, but I understand your anger. We could easily replace that display when we return to our home planet. Anyway, what I was getting at is that his vessel is nearly impervious. I'm terribly sorry, but I'm not sure we'd be enough help to you. What are you talking about, Agla? When we saw him back down on Earth, I thought it was all bluster, but if he's actually out there eviscerating planets, we have a moral duty to stop him. I don't disagree, friend Zorzan, but I don't think the two of us are capable. I was going to suggest that we go to the minute solar system where intergalactic law enforcement is centralized. You want to go to the mini solar police? They're just so... With all due respect, do you have a better idea, friend Zorzan? I guess not. It's as good a place to start as any. Hey there, Olgalore. How about you come back to your ship with me and let me fly us there? You don't seem particularly space travel safe. You should just lay down and take a nap. Oh, that's not a bad idea. You guys are my best friends. I'll murder your families if you tell anyone about this. Of course, big guy. Aglob, I'll follow in his ship. I'll see you in the mini-solar IPDHQ. Understood. Be safe, friend Zorzan. Bob Flob for Bob Flob's Auto Dealer and Loan Shark. Looking for a car? We got cars here. Seriously, what kind do you want? We got red cars, blue cars, green cars, the big cars with only two seats and the long back of one of those cars. Trucks! We got trucks, yeah. Just any old car you can have your pretty little heart set on. They all come with the Bob Flob guarantee that they'll be able to successfully get off of the lot. While you're here, why not get a loan? You could use a couple thousand bucks, right? Eh, don't worry. By the time you pay me back, you'll be able to afford all that interest that's tripled your bill. So come on down to Bob Flops. Nobody drives up debt like Flob. Have you recently seen an ad for the Shonks hiring event? Well, don't listen to a word of it. They're filthy liars. Come on down to the Walmart mega hiring event instead. It's also this weekend, and it has mega in the title, so you know it's better. Unions are just evil people trying to take your hard-earned paycheck in exchange for absolutely nothing. And since this commercial isn't legally binding, we can say that lie openly and brazenly. We here at Walmart guarantee you'll start at almost two-thirds of a living wage. Why, you won't even need to get another full-time job to make ends meet. We'll just let you work 60 hours a week here and file it in a way that you don't get overtime so you can have all your employment needs met in one building. Malmart, probably technically not the most evil company, but we're close. Hey, don't listen to that last ad. Come work for Slamazon. We've got the best pay rates for the exploited masses that you're going to find anywhere. Here are a bunch of testimonials from people we paid to say this line, so legally they work for us and it's not perjury. I love working at Slamazon. Slamazon is great! They've never made me pee in a bottle. That sounds like a you problem. I am a professional hot person with good diction, and I was paid almost double what the other two testimonial readers got to tell you that working for Slamazon is the best job ever. 
Amazon will start you with a signing bonus, so you can start climbing out of debt in no time. Just don't read the contract too carefully. We're obviously joking about owning your life rights. Most illegally binding. Slamazon, we might actually be the most evil company. We now return to our scheduled program. Friend Sorzon, I am approaching the police checkpoint. Are you still on trajectory? I'm nearly there, Aglob. I'm not exactly used to these controls. I keep almost firing some kind of high-impact weapon. Olgalor is passed out below deck, thankfully. That is understandably a relief. Would you like me to await you before I open comms with the checkpoint guard? No, go ahead and start explaining everything. I'll be along before you know it. Very well. See you soon. Hello, Mini Solar Police! My name is Aglob from the planet Erko. I have hailed you with information on a known intergalactic criminal. Oh, hey there. Your comm channel has been approved, buddy. What can the Mini Solar PD do for you? Well, you see, I have been in contact with a refugee from a planet that was destroyed. He knows who committed the atrocity, and we were hoping you could send a fleet to apprehend him and dismantle his incredibly dangerous vessel. Alrighty there, pal. Could you tell me the name of the destroyed planet in question, as well as the intergalactic fiend? Uh, actually, I don't know the name of the planet offhand. The refugee, as well as my friend who's piloting his ship, should be along shortly, and they can illuminate you on that. I do know the name of the menace, though. It's Mockrath. Oh, jeez. Did you say Mockrath? Oh, well, we got a bit of a problem there. Our intergalactic law enforcement procedures are pretty clear that we're not supposed to be messing with him. Don't get me wrong. I personally would love to bring him in, but the Interstellar Council that governs this chunk of the universe has a bit of an understanding with him. He apparently shares a good few natural resources from his planetary conquests, and that's given him immunity for what might otherwise be war crimes. That's incredibly stupid. Sorry to barge in, I just linked in on my friend Oglob's communication. Ah, yes, this is the refugee ship I mentioned. Oh, hi there. It's all good, buddy. I was just running a scan of your vessel. Anyway, sorry you're upset about the Mockrath policy. I'm... Incredibly upset. This guy is a mass murderer, but it's alright because he has resources and power? That's incredibly unfair. Oh, well, you're not wrong about that. But there's uh, not much we can do about it, eh? Also, uh, just a little bit of a bummer. Our, our scan shows that your craft belongs to Olgalor the Destroyer. He's wanted for galactic terrorism, so we're gonna have to bring you guys in. Sorry about that. What? Why is he being treated differently than Mokrath? He definitely hasn't killed as many beings. Oh, you know. Rules are rules. Now please shut down your craft or we'll have to take you by force there. Screw that! Initiating evasive maneuvers. Aw, oh, jeez, alrighty. Mini Solar PD, please send a squad to this checkpoint to apprehend a Corgolian vessel currently fleeing. Oh, what about me? Oh, well, you might want to get scooting. Things are about to get a wee bit messy, eh? I'm not going to let you arrest my friend! We're only trying to help! Zorzan, you have two vessels converging on you from the coordinates I'm uploading now. Thanks, Aglob. Let's watch each other's backs. Aw, oh, dang. You shouldn't have done that. 
Guys, we're gonna need to nab that Arconi in craft too. I think we can lose them in the static storm. Good call. <laughs> one of them got hit by a power surge. Oh, oh dear. The other one has me locked on. Go ahead and flee the scene. I'll plead my case and work through the system, and I'll meet up with you when this all blows over. Actually, I do hate to break it to you there, but we're just gonna shoot you down. Less paperwork, eh? I don't think so. Activating high-impact missiles. Zorzon? You... Uh, how could you? I did what I had to do. You were in danger. But you just murdered that officer! They were a part of a corrupt system and were getting ready to kill you. I couldn't allow that. I made the call in the heat of the moment. Let's... Let's just go. If the police can't help us with Mockrath, I know one place where we might find answers. I'll meet you at the Galactic Central Library. Okay. Let us explore for records of anything that may aid us in overcoming Mockrath's ship. Aglab, I know you don't want to hear it, but... I think we just saw our best You're correct. Before. I don't want to hear it. Hey, don't be so hard on Zorzel. It's Zorzon. Honestly, I couldn't be more proud of him. Uh, his first kill and it was a filthy cop. He's on the right track in life. I'll tell you what. Could you please not shout about that? I know there's nobody else here right now, but you never know when prying ears could be listening in. Anyway, let's just keep searching. No. Oh. What about this? It's apparently a record of some hermit who lived on the outer reaches of the Prolis sector. Looks like there's rumors he made the most powerful laser weapons in the galaxy. No! No more weapons! We can resolve this peacefully! Yeah, let's try for that plan, Olgalor. I don't want to rock the boat. Let's keep looking for something else. Uh, look at this! There's rumors of a cosmic entity on the far reaches of the known universe that supposedly has a level of hyper-condensed power akin to a deity. Some even refer to it as a living god. I know you're stressed for ideas, buddy, but I don't think that's feasible. I mean, it sounds like nothing more than hearsay and wishful thinking. Well, do you have any better ideas? I hate to say it, but I think our best bet is to look into that weapons maker. That's based on unfounded conjecture as well. I don't see how you can- I mean, the guy who makes guns seems a bit more likely than a space god. He's not wrong. You're my best friend, Oglob. So if you want to keep looking for other alternatives, we can spend a bit more time here. But that being said, I don't think we should bet on some cosmic force of nature saving the day for us. Well, I'm sure I can find something else to overcome one of the most powerful ships in the galaxy. Maybe there's a- Oh, but, but perhaps... Uh, no, that's, uh, I'm, I'm sure I can... I think you have to face facts there, old Gorb. It, it's Oglob. It's time for the good old reliable method of blowing him out of the stars. I hate to agree with Olgalor here, but I think we're backed into a corner. So one kill wasn't enough for you, Zorzan? Don't put that on me, Oglob. I saved your life. We could have found another way out of that predicament. What you did was end an innocent being's existence. They weren't innocent. It might be nice to live in a world full of high and mighty rhetoric, but some of us have to exist within the realm of the practical and live with those consequences. Maybe it's time for you to grow up. I think it's time for you and Algalor to get going. 
You have a merchant of death to track down, don't you? Aglab, I just... Have a nice life, acquaintance Zorzan. Eesh. This is awkward. Will Zorzan and Aglab save their friendship? Can the evil Makrath be stopped? Find out in part two of the story, Zorzan and Aglab, the menace of Makrath. was one heck of a cliffhanger. Oh, well, dear, how do you how do you expect to go on from that one? Oh, I got a couple ideas up my sleeve. But uh you guys will have to wait until the last week of the last day of April if my math is correct. Let's see here, Saturdays. What's uh, <laughs> April the 30th. February, yeah, that's the next y'all. 5 Saturday week. So, yeah. all righty. Yep. You uh I hope you all are buckled in. Um and we, but we will be resolving this story at the end of April, and you got that to look forward to. Um, in the meantime, I guess that's uh, all you got here for that. But we will still, of course, as always, be bringing you the news. So let's head off to the news blast. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Not, uh, not too, too much news this week, but we have a couple of good stories for you. First and foremost, I mean, everyone talks, oh, Biden's such a do-nothing president, but he's got, he does have some plans, and he's, he's got, he's got ways to enact them, too. He, he made a big announcement recently about exact, one thing he definitely wants to get done in his term, and that is making sure we have more police in our cities. <laughs> yeah, who would have guessed that the guy that wrote the crime bill and authored, helped to author the Patriot Act would want more cops? Yeah, and I mean, he's you, he's definitely not do nothing because him and Eric Andre are already working to make it happen <laughs> in New York. Oh yeah. Meanwhile, people in New York are burning to death because their landlords have uh, kind of basically told people to set fires in their trash cans instead of fix the heating in their units. Yeah, because capitalism works perfectly, and no one should ever question it. Best system, only system. This is capitalist realism. There's nothing else. So yeah, good job, President Biden. Way to make it a big announcement about you, what, something you actually want to make sure you get done in this term. And I mean, one thing that will probably get okay. So uh, this is this isn't news more than spec more than it is speculation, but it's I think it's important to uh, bring up. What do you think the odds are that we uh, go to war with Russia? Um, I have admittedly. All right, so this is obviously the big, big like foreign policy news, I guess, right now. Um, mm-hmm. There's the the possibility that we're going to get into a shooting war over Ukraine, like to protect some Nazi Azov battalion type people. Uh, I don't think that it's going to get there, but I might just be being uh, may, I might just be a little overly optimistic. I'd put the odds at a little under 50-50, but not so low as to say don't worry about it. Yeah, no, it's not a don't worry about it. I feel like right now it's almost like a roll of the dice. Like if it comes up if it comes up if you roll uh, that on like natural five, one, you're, if you yeah, roll that natural that one, one then you're fucked. in trouble. Yeah. Uh if you yeah, and that one means we start launching the nukes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think that it's more likely that there's like more proxy stuff. Russia maybe backs down uh because 
they're more intelligent than we are. Say what you will about the Russians. At least they know when to stop for the most part. But also, um, if we decide – if we make the dumb mistake to go to war with them within the next couple months, then we're really being extra stupid American because no one's ever won a winter war with Russia in all of <laughs> no, history of Russia. It would be pretty stupid, um, which honestly makes me feel like – it's more it's likely to happen. Would do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the it, the more stupid this gets, the more plausible I feel like it is that it actually yeah. happens. If I mean, it, I, I have a sneaking suspicion if we were to do it, we would try to push it back until at least it starts warming up a little, just because tactic not being completely, you know, <laughs> yeah. incapable of basic uh, thoughts. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. A lot of people are very concerned about this, and I think rightly so, because... Yeah, because you know, if it does happen, that's messed up. But I do really agree. Fun. I'd say the odds are not too high, but again, no, 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 do, we're not saying don't worry. We're just saying it, try not. I'm saying a little bit of don't worry because, I mean, what are we going to do? Obviously, there is that. Yeah, there is like an issue. There are things you can do to make life better, but I don't know how much, how involved anything, unless there is a. A, a movement against i mean the anti-war movement in america in america is essentially non-existent so yeah, it's hard to you, find if you some... ever need unity bipartisanship and then war war and uh both on the home front against our own people and nationally are the are the ones you can always get that party unity on i say look out for any anti-war organizers to uh give us some i mean the people who are better informed than i would know but like if you're worried about it understandably so i'd say that's probably the route is to look for organizers look for people who are trying to get i suppose i mean the word out what are you going to do about it it's if the state department and the pentagon want to go to war then i mean like their stock portfolios are gonna be benefited by it so might as well i guess let them i mean don't let them but jesus christ what am i supposed to do there it's it's a nation state deciding that in order to yeah, somebody said uh, remodel like 400 bathrooms in northern Virginia. They're going to start a nuclear war. So that's and I mean, and if you do want to worry more actively, there's about a dozen other leftist podcasts that are more convinced we're going to war. Who'd be happy to talk to you about for an hour plus about it. Go for it. So, yeah, let's uh, let's before we move on to the really just heartwarming good news story, let's go ahead and cover something that's probably not like proper news, but that I found highly amusing. And that is this whole fiasco of the anti-work interview that happened on Fox News. Um, so for those of you not on Reddit, for those of you on Reddit, you've heard all about this. It's been on the front page nonstop for a couple days now. Um, but for those of you not on Reddit, it was basically this uh, person who is one of the mods and mods are always like not a good representation of the the, the base of the uh, Reddit subreddit. But one of the mods of a subreddit called anti-work did an interview with Fox to talk about what, what the movement stood for. And the mod clearly didn't quite understand the movement. And Fox News got all the capitalist propaganda they could ever hope for out of it, with the person saying stuff like laziness is a virtue, and they're and they they looked and they they and their space looked completely slavish during the interview. You know, it was just a disaster, and it's led to a new right wing resurgence on Reddit of people being like, "Well, see, the anti work people are all dumb and terrible, and we shouldn't take this seriously. Get back to capitalizing." I only saw a little bit of the interview. I didn't think that it was all that um, 
I think that the controversy will blow over and things will go back. To oh, normal. it'll go back to normal yeah, in like a week or two. It's not like a big deal. Uh, it was just, yeah, it was just embarrassing to see how quickly leftist movements can tumble from one bad interview. Whereas, you know, if it's on the right wing, you can say Donald Trump level stupid shit, and it's fine. It'll bounce right back next oh, yeah. day. Or you can be uh, just Bidening and lying all the time and making grandiose claims uh, a year before you're president, and then forget all about them. Either yeah, the right wing, the right wing agenda doesn't need to do jack shit to stay powerful. The left wing agenda can do everything right and still collapse completely yeah. under from I mean, one the, the, slip. You're never going to get a good interview on Fox News. You're never going to get a good interview anywhere on corporate media. Oh, yeah, it was, they were walking into a trap, but they could have been more prepared for the trap. Yeah. It's like it's it's like you're in a it's like you're in a dungeon and you say, well, I don't check for traps. I've got no interest in that. Thank you very much. Yeah, no, I'm not spraying my fire uh, spell to see if it trips anything. But I don't know really the content of that uh, mods ideology or what they believe in. I obviously think that there is a good time for rest and there is a good time to know how to manage your work. Um, I think that work honestly gives people meaning, so I don't know. If- From what I've read, that mod is pretty – I mean, they were, there's someone who works less than 20 hours a week as a dog walker or whatever. I don't really know the, the story completely. I've, uh, I mean, I know highlight reel for sure. but uh, Yeah, it just seemed to me like the Fox News anchor was being kind of a dick, and so I just was like, cool. And that was kind of what they would expect it to be. And they're obviously yeah. going to find the person that they can paint with the worst brush. Oh, of course, and I feel like I, it was—it was, it was just—it was a trap that was set up, and a subreddit and their mods sprung it gloriously. But I think the moral of the story really just is how easy it is to suddenly be like, we can attack the left without pause now because of one one individual person saying a couple individual not fully thought out things. Right. Yeah. I just whatever a non media trained person getting punked by the most watched news channel cable news channel in america seems to me like maybe they're showing their ass too but in any case i think people are going to forget about it people are still pissed about their jobs Uh, one person who works as a dog walker which is a fine thing to do uh is isn't gonna kill anybody and i don't think the work week should be longer than i think a 20-hour work week is already excessive so i I mean I'm, i'm in favor of that person in a general societal sense but it was just presented with as the biggest win for capitalist mm-hmm. propaganda and uh we're left holding the bag i will say something though is that i think oftentimes people do and i i know that we have to correct people's uh we need to make sure that people are taken care of and people are not overworked but when if the revolution ever comes if the other side of the revolution is ever found then it's probably going to be some hard work for a while. I've made pretty clear what my personal, like, utopian, like, work life would be like and, you know, spread across a bunch of different ways of working because I do think that, you know, labor in general gives us a lot of meaning or can give us a lot of meaning if it isn't alienated from us. But, like... Yeah, I don't I mean, think I know we'll lots work, of people. We're not going to work, like, 70 hours or 50 hours like we do now. It'll just be... Yeah, you're probably going to have to put in a while because, you know, the the fucking capitalists bombed the goddamn hospital so we couldn't use it. So we have to rebuild a hospital. Yeah, there will be there will be a, there will be a period there of rebuilding. And that's expected. I mean, no, no, uh, 
there's not going to be some magical cure-all from any version of revolution but right it's a it, it, it's a process worth taking especially considering it will lead to it, it's not about as we'll be talking about some in our next episode it's not about us it's about the legacy we leave for the generations after us correct yep it's the future, whatever there is of it. Yeah, uh, we're, we're speaking of legacies for future generations. Are we, we we got a heartwarming good news to end on, and that is that we finally didn't pull an RGB two in a row. RBG, I did that wrong. RGB, RBG, R- yeah. <laughs> yeah, we didn't RBG twice in a row. Good job, Briar. You didn't decide to have a heart attack in office and uh, right. leave us with yeah. the, the 20, after 2024, you know. A guy I'm, 20 years past his retirement age. Like, come on. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? You're 80. I mean, obviously, he's just rotting up there. The man's brain is mush. Somebody wrote his resignation as well as probably wrote all his opinions for the last, like, decade. Yeah. So it's just. He like, and Biden go, should both go retire. Home. Go home. It's fine. You've done stuff. Enough You've damage. done plenty of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> You've done and the damage that Breyer you was to do. some good guy who had all the most noble intentions. Right, as if he wasn't also concurring or uh, agreeing with the decisions that went against labor or land rights for Native Americans, just like RBG did. So, yeah, good job. Uh, Sonia Sotomayor is maybe the only person on that uh, on that bench that is has any decent qualities, and even she is not great. Yeah, well, I mean, go figure that the highest court in the land is full of corruption and evil right. on the for the most part. Mm-hmm. But I mean, all the news—if you ask any of the "quote unquote" leftist news sites like CNN, which is being treated as leftist news nowadays, by the way, um, or MSNBC—this is amazing because Biden Biden said he would, if he got a chance, put a black woman up there. <gasps> Doesn't matter what she believes in. Black and woman means new, history being made. Yeah, because that's what I mean. It's all. I I mean, don't go wrong. I am in favor of uh, equal uh, rights to all. You know, we should we should have black women Supreme Court justices. We should have all kinds of Supreme Court justices of every walk of life. But it's not about the identity politics of it. Please, no more. I'm going to come out on the other side of that opinion. I think that if he really cared about black women, he would get rid of the Supreme Court. It is an inherently anti-democratic and conservative system it's nine kings we have nine kings who get to choose whether or not you can get an abortion or whether or not your uh dickhead manager has to wear a mask when he spits on you again we're you're taking the utopian jump and i'm taking the short-term more more realistic view of things which is it's not going anywhere anytime soon in the same way that i don't think we're getting anything good out of uh any i mean any institution in america i think that like focusing on I mean, I think we're we're treating with this with the right amount of respect, which is none at all. Uh, Stephen Breyer's going to be replaced with somebody who ticks a box, uh, a fucking uh, diversity hire by the Biden admin, so that they can pretend that they've done something for black women when they've taken away their child tax credits and taken away uh, their unemployment benefits and taken away all of the abilities that we ha- might have had all of the leverage that we might have had post-COVID, or not even post-COVID because we're still fucking doing it, but post-quarantine, post-2020. It, it's well, silly. Well, I mean, we should we should be respecting the Democrats and all that they're getting done, though, by the way, because they're, they're talking about it. They're definitely going to do Build Back Better next year. It's going to yeah. – later this year. It's going to happen still. We're, we're totally coming back with it now that the yep. new year's all started. They use the voting rights as like this uh, fucking – three card Monty and 
failed at that epically, and now they're going to do the exact same dance for Build Back Better again, except they'll have a worse, uh, a less favorable Congress. So yeah, no, it's uh, it's they did exactly what they wanted enjoy to do. watching. Enjoy watching nothing happen and them taking credit for all the nothing. And that yeah. is uh, that is what's on the horizon for us us good they soldiers. got an infrastructure bill hooray meanwhile a fucking bridge in pittsburgh falls down yeah, uh, like we, we have great infrastructure here in america and that yeah. didn't happen and you can't prove it with any mainstream news no but did you see um joe biden actually is at that he was going to pittsburgh to talk about like the infrastructure bill and build back better plans and shit <laughs> and then the bridge fell down the day before he shows up. He goes to the bridge site where it's falling down. He's like, I didn't know. Uh, hey, Jack, I didn't know that uh, there were uh, so many bridges. I'm, I'm doing Obama. I didn't know there were so many bridges. He's hard. He's uh, a hard voice to nail down. He, Every time we do sensible secret service I'll just service do Obama. Uh, there, there are a lot of bridges in uh, <laughs> Pittsburgh. And would you, would you expect um, there are more bridges here than uh, anywhere else in the world? And uh, we're going to fix them all. Yeah, well, uh, I, I said did not he see was that, going but... to fix all the fucking bridges, and I'm like, if you fix one bridge in the next three years, I will be incredibly impressed because <laughs> y'all slow as fuck. You ain't done shit but give a bunch of asshole CIA people who have already admitted that it was fake a bunch of money for Havana syndrome. So yeah, and I, I got a kick out of that they came clean about the whole Havana syndrome thing, and it's like, well, we're still gonna keep giving them money. Yeah, they're still <laughs> getting the money for it. Come on. It's 98 or 99 of these senators voted for it, so yeah, must be it's, good. Uh, it's a special kind of dumb that we get to exist in in this country. It's a, but yeah, it's really um, impressive. like I said, not too much in the news. Uh, we will hopefully have more news. Ooh, no, hopefully, less, honestly, I, I, on the one hand, I would love to see more news if that news was good news, but that doesn't happen really in well, America. I do actually have one one piece of good news that we almost forgot. Right, that, I almost forgot. Yes, you did yeah. bring this to my attention. As we will recall, if anybody rolls the tape back about, I don't know, five months when we were talking about this, Biden and his administration, the Department of the Interior and the EPA, I think the EPA, definitely the Department of the Interior, they auctioned off a bunch of Gulf Shore uh, drilling rights. But in all these, I think there were 80 leases. All of these leases have been put on hold by a federal judge. This is the guy, honestly, that we should end up putting yeah, on the court, court to justice. actually yeah. get him. Take this guy. Uh, he was in the, I think he, they were in the, um, uh, what is it, the District of Columbia court. So I don't remember the number of that court. But they put a halt to it. They reversed those leases going out. So now... Uh, uh, they were citing essentially uh, the Department of Interior's procedure for d figuring out exactly what um, what the effect it would be, like climate change wise. They said that the DOI did really shit at it, so they have to go back to the drawing board and retry it. And Biden had Biden and the admin were, uh, you know, they were gonna sign that shit no matter what. It was in fact a. Uh, Trump DOI, uh, I guess, venture to to investigate this stuff. So it is coming from the Trump admin stuff. I think we're probably going to see we're probably going to see like half of these leases still come through. But that's that's definitely good. And right now, yeah, I, I mean, any time that we're burning thing. less fossil fuels and especially by a substantial like substantially large uh, acreage of fossil fuels. Right. Right. Take the win. 
So yay, what leftism? So score for this uh, score for this month. Leftism won the every capital <laughs> bullshit institution. All the rest of the points. I yeah, think I think good. that's fair. I think yeah, we've done <laughs> we've done our good job. Yeah. One federal judge, one one of the one of the minor minor petty lords has chosen to deign us with their respect and their good graces. Yeah. You know, if if uh, if Biden really did want to do something that would actually help black women, I mean, obviously, again, get rid of the Supreme Court, but if you, a black woman who actually has, you know, black women's values at heart, uh, if if Cori Bush could be bumped up there and then we could pop <laughs> yeah. fill her seat with someone, she'd be good. Yeah, I I like that the people have accepted entirely that this is a political office, at least. All serious people have accepted that it's a political office instead of pretending like West Wing shit that they should put up like a conservative as some sort of salve, some sop to their their other their opposition party. Honestly, Um, if you want someone who would have the voting who would vote in the favor of, you know, the common man, get a common guy off the streets. Guess what? That that person's going to know the common man's story. Right. But they're going to they're going to do what they always do. They're looking at Harvard, at Yale, at Princeton. They're looking at the Ivy League, maybe Stanford. That's where RBG came from. We're looking at Ivy League people uh, who are lawyers or maybe judges, people like Amy Coney Barrett. Yeah. People who are, you know, inside the system and probably at least tangentially involved with the Federalist Society. So even as a yeah. Democrat, I feel like they're probably going to pick these guys. Yeah, it's not going to be. It, trust me, it, may, it, it might be a black woman. Biden might keep that promise, but it won't be someone who's helpful to. It won't be anybody uh, good. The, yeah. Our they will find who a, they're going to put Condoleezza Rice up there or something. It's not going to be good. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I think that's it for this week. I hope you all enjoyed the amazing job Kyle did with the beautiful audio you just listened to because that was uh, friggin' fantastic editing. Well, I hope everyone likes it. Yeah, and uh, I guess we'll see y'all next week where we're talking. Uh, everyone, we totally didn't spoil this already. We're talking about mm-hmm. nihilism. Yeah. So in the meantime, before you give up on everything, make sure <laughs> you hold out at least some love and solidarity. Love and solidarity, y'all. It can be told in few enough words. We are not certain of his intentions even yet. They talked. So I am told.